All right, this is your boy JCF of The Prophet's Picks, and I got a few people I wanna promote on today. Highlighting Nails by Imani. That is once again, at nailsby.ymanii in Jonesboro, Georgia, 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. Check out my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia. She is the best nail technician inside the 285 perimeter or outside of the 285 perimeter. Once again, it is 258 South Main Street, Sweet F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. She's open right now in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. It is 12 over there right now. And in this time zone, Bishop's Southern Cuisine, 10400 South Post Oak Road, Suite E, Houston, Texas, United States of America, Bishop Southern Cuisine at gmail.com. Once again, Bishop Southern Cuisine. Check him out even during the holidays. Shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash my last name and the word health ran by the Mrs. Heavenly Hair, as well as the online beauty boutique.com. Check her out. Check me out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at profits underscore picks is the Twitter handle. The Prophets Picks 2019 is the Instagram handle, and I am at theprophetspicks at gmail.com. Arigato Joy, Arigato Joy at soundcloud.com. Check him out as well. Check us all out. We're one big happy family, and get ready for the show coming up next prediction shows for this week in the NFL at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Have a great day, everybody, and stay tuned to the show coming up next. One. Week 13, Thursday Night Football on Prime Video, which of course is the Amazon company and outlet owned by Mr. Bezos. And this is the Thursday Night Football prediction show for week 13 of the NFL. And I'm not going to say I can't believe it's already week 13 in the NFL because in all honesty, the way time has flown by this year, and how quickly we actually got to football season for college and the NFL. The offseason literally flew by. Like, I don't ever remember an offseason flying by this quickly in the NFL. I really don't. Even the period of time in which I did not see my favorite show, and the reason why is because my favorite show always takes a two to two and a half week hiatus during Tour de France every single year since I've started watching this show um, that keeps me informed on the NFL. So it is me again, me being James C. Forrest of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, the creator of the show, your podcast show, my podcast show, 
everybody's podcast show. Good evening. It is Tuesday, November the 29th, 2022. And man, I tell you, after a holiday week or a holiday weekend or even a simple day off, that first day back seems like it takes forever to end. I mean, the day flew by, yeah, but it was just long, man. Uh, a lot of tasks that weren't completely completed before the holiday week on last week. And, you know, that's part of the reason why the day was a little bit longer um, than normal. Um, but it definitely did feel like a Monday all day long today. Um, but it was well-deserved. It was well-earned. Uh, felt good getting back into the cockpit of the fighter pl- plane um, for my boss on today. And um, it felt good to support and get things taken care of and get things uh, accomplished. And uh, with all of that being said, I will not waste any more time because I had a lot to talk about in this prediction show as we once again get ready to turn the page to from week 12 and Thanksgiving week, and we opened up chapter 13 of the 2022 NFL season, which is week 13. It's going to be the eight and three Buffalo Bills on the road this Thursday night in the division of the AFC East, battling the six and five Buffalo Bills. I beg your pardon, the six and five, excuse me, New England Patriots. Uh, New England Patriots are three and two at home, and the Buffalo Bills are four and two on the road, and that is in, including their last road game this past Thursday, Thanksgiving afternoon, and that was uh, winning in Detroit. And they are they were actually they won their second consecutive game in Detroit quite frankly. And uh, the reason why is because Buffalo Bills had to play the Cleveland Browns in Detroit the week before Thanksgiving. And the reason why is because Buffalo had Blizzard getting 2022 that basically didn't really want all of the resources of Orchard Park, New York, as well as Buffalo, New York, to be pushed over into a football game, a sport, when all of those, um, when all of those resources for the city of Buffalo and the city of Orchard Park, New York, could have been uh, used for people that needed help and assistance in the snowstorm. So, NFL did the right thing. They relocated the game um, geographically. Not a long flight for Buffalo. Not a very long flight uh, for Cleveland. Um, as a matter of fact, Buffalo flew to Detroit. They had trouble getting there, um, but they did, in fact, get there. Um, and then they flew right back to Buffalo after that game against Cleveland. It was a win in Detroit. And then they flew, they turned right back around and flew right back to Detroit. And if I'm not mistaken, it's anywhere from 30 to a 45 minute, possibly a 50 minute flight with the weather from Buffalo to uh, Detroit. So um, it made sense. It made a lot of sense. Um, Originally, I thought that Buffalo stayed in Detroit after they defeated Cleveland in Detroit back in week 
um, 11, I think it was, and then they just stayed there to play the Detroit Lions in week 12. Because again, it made sense. You got to play the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day, the first game of Thanksgiving Day at 1130 a.m. Central anyways. So um, that's what I originally thought that is what happened. But um, no, that is not what happened. And it makes sense as well because of the fact that from what I gathered, it is a very, very, very short, short flight. We're not talking about Atlanta to Miami here. We're talking about Detroit to Buffalo. So I thought that those two cities were a little bit further apart, but um, I discovered that I was wrong. Um, and it will not be the first time that I am wrong, as I like to say ever so often on this podcast show. Um, I'm going to be wrong again in the future because number one, I'm human. And number two, I don't know everything. Or number one, I don't know everything. And number two, I am human. However you want to categorize that, you can categorize it. Week 13 in the NFL. Arizona, NFC West, they are on a bye week. They have four victories and eight losses. Carolina Panthers, they're on a bye week. They have four victories and eight losses. As a gift to all of us NFL fans, the NFL knowing that the season is always winding down, not winding up. During week 12, because of the holiday season and all of those things, NFL takes a break from bye weeks and they give us all 32 teams on the Thanksgiving menu. They give us six teams, three games on Thanksgiving Day, morning, afternoon, and night. A game that I still have to watch that night game, by the way. And then they give us seven one o'clock games. And then they give us the usual four o'clock window and the normal Sunday night football game, which was spectacular, by the way. And they give us the Monday night football game last night, which was pretty cool. Speaking of Monday night football, if you have not listened to the Monday night football results show week 12 finale, take the time to do so trust me it is as the kids say in today's world generation z i believe it is lit all right or like aldris iba says it or aldris iba says it lit all right so in prime time just a quick run over i am 18 and 17 on the year my math get a little bit messed up going into um, the ending of week 12 and the beginning of week 13. I went 10 and 6. Math is right there in week 12. Two games right on Thanksgiving, one incorrect. That was a primetime game, which was Thursday night. So I'm now 5 and 7 on Thursday night. I went 6 and 5 on Sunday afternoon in week 12, which gave me um, a record at that point in time of um six seven eight and three and then sunday night football seven and five uh that four o'clock window was pretty good for me this past sunday um i only got one game wrong that was the seahawks losing to the raiders thanks a lot seattle sucker hawks um last night got the game right i go from six and six at 500 to seven and six and then sunday night football of course as i foreseeded a few moments ago i got that right as well uh, my record overall on the season is 101 games predicted correctly, 74 incorrect, and one tie. With my record being over 100, that is also letting everyone know out there that, yeah, NFL season is about to come to a close. Really, really soon. 
a lot sooner than we would all like for it to come to a close. So we're still on the road to Super Bowl 57. The Super Bowl game will be in Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium, home of the Arizona Cardinals. And your new Super Bowl favorites, 4-1, to one, are the Kansas City Chiefs. They are basically dominant up until this point this season. Buffalo had that moniker, but they kind of slowed down a little bit as they have the last few seasons. And with that being said, give me one second. Um, now that moniker goes to Philadelphia as they are 10 and 1 on the year and of course once again as I forestated a few moments ago Kansas City Chiefs they are 9 and two on the year um and they are a con a very convincing nine and two um by the way speaking of the kansas city chiefs <clears throat> but they are first when it comes to the super bowl predictions with four and one uh four to one in las vegas and then of course um buffalo is behind them immediately um surprisingly enough even though Minnesota is 9-2 with the convincing win against the Patriots this past Thursday night on Turkey night, um, the Eagles are ahead of the Minnesota Vikings, and that makes sense because Philadelphia did beat Minnesota earlier this year. But why are they not ahead of Buffalo? Why isn't Philadelphia ahead of Buffalo? I don't I don't get that about the uh, Super Bowl favorites for 2023 of February. All right, um, Thursday Night Football, week 13, already. Um, Buffalo, 8-3. They are on the road for technically the third week in a row. Um, again, they were in Detroit uh, two weeks in a row, facing Cleveland, even though that was supposed to have been a home game. They were in Detroit this past Thursday. Turkey Day football game, and now they're going to be in Foxborough, Massachusetts. So, what is going to be the result of this football game? I am going to give you that right here, right now, on this podcast prediction show. Alright, so, Josh Allen versus... Mac Jones. That's how I want to start this show out. But before I go before I go any further with Mac Jones, the quarterback for the Patriots, and Josh Allen, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, happy birthday to Stefan Diggs and Bills defensive back Dane Jackson. Happy birthday, guys. I already gave them a shout out on my social media. Um, page, uh, but I figured, hey, this is the Buffalo Bills prediction show. Let me go ahead and give the players that actually have birthdays on the day that I'm doing a prediction show. Let me give them birthday shout out. So November the 29th, 
2022. Happy birthday to Stefan Diggs, stellar wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, and an up-and-coming star defensive back for the Buffalo Bills secondary, Dane Jackson. All right, once again, Buffalo Bills are 4-1 at home. They're 4-2 on the road. New England Patriots are 3-2 at home, 3-3 on the road. New England definitely would prefer to be at home. They just recently got their first home victory a few weeks ago. And um, with all that being said, just past the top of the hour, it is 7.14 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time. Good evening, 6.14 p.m. Central, coming to you from the Prophets Pick Studios forward slash media centers here in Houston, Texas. Night has, in fact, fallen and the day is Done. Getting ready for Wednesday, 5.14 p.m. Mountain and 4.14 p.m. Pacific. Good afternoon to the Mountain and the Pacific Time Zoners. Anchorage, Alaska, what's up? Welcome back to the Props Picks Football Podcast Show. Aloha, Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui, as well as the World War II Pearl Harbor Memorial in the Hawaiian Islands. This is week 13, Thursday Night Football Prediction. 8-3 Buffalo Bills at your 6-5 New England Patriots. There are a total of six divisional games in week 13. So let me get that down as well. Um, I was a little bit hasty with getting this show completed because the original plan was for me to get this show done today during the lunch hour here at the Province Fix Football Podcast Show. But... Technical difficulties do arise from time to time, especially lately with my recording device. Um, So once again, six divisional games in week 13 of the NFL. And this prediction show will be the first game in the NFL for the month of December, which is the final month of this year. Not only that, it is a triple header it is a Thursday night football game, prime time. It is a divisional game, AFC East, and it is the first game, quadruple hitter, of the first day of the final month of this year. So it's actually a quadruple hitter with this prediction show. Once again, I'm five and seven on Thursday night football. Good afternoon once again, Hawaii, 216 p.m. there. All right, Buffalo once again, four and two on the road. And the Patriots are three and two at home. And we are in week 13 of the 2022 NFL season. I almost said 2013 NFL season. So you guys know I do blunder from time to time. Before I go any further, what's bugging me right now is the Miami Dolphins have beat the Buffalo Bills in Tua Tungvaloa's first concussion NFL game this year, by the way. And not only that, the Miami Dolphins, my Miami Dolphins, they are first in the AFC East. Um, Why didn't I see them along the guidelines of the Super Bowl favorites for this upcoming Super Bowl in Arizona? I only remember seeing Kansas City 4-1 as taking over the top seed in that spot from 
the Buffalo Bills. And then I remember seeing the Buffalo Bills second, the Eagles third, which again, I don't understand. The Eagles should be second, or you can even argue first. But because Kansas City, again, is a proven commodity, and they've been consistent last few years, a legit Super Bowl contender every single year for the last six years. I understand why they are all of a sudden first. Not only that, they've been on a really convincing win streak. The majority of those wins are close games. They're not blowouts. They are close postseason winning type games. And even in the games in which they play down to the competition, they still have a pretty good margin of victory. So I get it. But I don't understand why Philadelphia's second. And I don't remember seeing the Dolphins. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It just dawned on me. I thought I would mention that. Buffalo Bills in their last five games are three and two. They have beaten the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football 27 to 17. And the game was not even as close as the final score intended it to be or makes it appear that it was a loss to the New York Jets, which befuddled me, still befuddles me, especially after everything that has happened with Zach Wilson up there in New York for the uh, New York Jets that play in East Rutherford, New Jersey, every home game, just like the New York Giants. A loss to the Minnesota Vikings in Orchard Park, 33-30, final overtime. That still is wrecking my brain, but after watching the Vikings um, against the Patriots, Seems like they play better against AFC opponents than they do, they being the Vikings, than they do against a juggernaut uh, like Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys just strolled into Minnesota, Minneapolis, and just put it on the Minnesota Vikings. I really was not expecting them to bounce back the way that they did against the New England Patriots. Um, A 31-23 victory against the Cleveland Browns, which I've already talked about more than one more than once and then a 28 to 25 victory against the Detroit Lions all right last five games for your New England Patriots same story um and that is three and two a loss to the Bears the Bears on Monday Night Football um which was very shocking to me and that final was 33 to 14. Um, and, you know, when I think about it, you know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to find my words here. The Bears had to win that football game. And the reason why is because if they didn't win that football game, then. Bill Belichick was going to tie the great owner and coach for the Bears back in the day, creator of the Bears, the Bears back in the day, coached the Bears 20 total years as well as played for the Bears 10 years, two times, 10 years, the first go around. And then there was a small break in between yet another 10 year coaching window. So we don't get things like that anymore. In the NFL, and that was a game that again the Bears had to win that one because if the Bears lost that game on Monday Night Football in New in New England against a coach that was gonna tie that great record, 
really would have made the Bears look bad. But we got to remember, Matt Eberflus is in his first year of coaching with Chicago. And he's nowhere near in the type of hot water that Nathaniel Hackett is. Is it Nathaniel Hackett or Paul Hackett, head coach for the Denver Broncos? That's how much Denver has dropped off the radar for me since the beginning of the year. 22-17 victory against the New York football Jets in New York, or should I say East Rutherford, New Jersey. 26-3 victory against the Indianapolis Colts, which prompted the firing the next day of Frank Reich by Colts owner Jim Mercer. And then sweeping the New York Jets with a special teams touchdown. The game was 3-3 for the entirety of the game. Special teams touchdown, two block in the backs on Patriots special team players, and neither one of them were called, and touchdown stood. And then a 33-26 beatdown drubbing on Turkey Day last Thursday. All right. What is next on this Thursday Night Football prediction show for week 13? Yard yardage output 426.8 offensively for Buffalo. 136.7 at 426.8 is on the ground. And this is after 12 weeks. If you are getting that many yards on the ground after 12 weeks, you are lighting up the skies at the United States Canadian border, baby, at Niagara Falls, Orchard Park, Buffalo, New York. Patriots defense. Historically better than this, especially this deep into the season. But we all know that New England, if this is rebuilding for an NFL football team, how many teams would take this, right? Cleveland would take this 6-5 and five record, considered a rebuilding year. Packers would take this 6-5 and five record right now, considered a rebuilding year. And these are teams that have four victories or less, by the way. So that I'm clear. Pittsburgh would take this. They're four and seven. Colts would take this. They're four, seven, and one. The Jags are better than their four and seven record, but I gotta toss them in there. Uh Texans one nine and one. Heck, they would have taken a six and five record the last three seasons, right? The Rams would take this six and five record in a rebuilding year, but New England is rebuilding. And I hope the New England Patriots fans understand what they have in Bill Belichick. Because it's not going to be like this forever in New England. Man ages. Man gets old. Man, once they are born, only the big guy upstairs in the heavens knows the day that they're going to die. Right? So, just know... That even after Bill Belichick is no longer able to coach, this is going to come to an end. So I hope the Patriots fans are enjoying this. But to get back to my point, Patriots defense 329.8 total yards allowed per game. This is after 12 weeks. Again, historically not a Patriots type of defense that we all know and respect and appreciate. 109.3 of that 329.8 total has been allowed on the ground on average after 
12 weeks in NFL play. Patriots offense, this is something that we are familiar with though. 344.1 total per week after 12 weeks. 109.0 of that 344.1 total has been gained on the ground. Patriots offense is going up against a Bills defense that has allowed 345.3 total per week after 12 weeks. 105.6 of that 345.3 total has been allowed on the ground. So the Buffalo Bills defense, rush defense in particular, is giving up a little bit less than what the Patriots offense is getting on the ground. Now, here's the thing. At one point in time this season, Buffalo Bills defense was not even allowing nowhere near 100 yards per game um, week in and week out. So a few games here or there, you fall off the rushing defense wagon. It takes a moment to get back on the rush defense sobriety, if that makes sense. Patriots and the Buffalo Bills have played in a total of 125 games. This will be the game that basically will tip the scales in the AFC East and the playoff race because right now the NFL is in a situation both on the AFC side of things and the NFC side of things where it is possible that an entire division will be represented in the tournament. If New England wins this game Thursday night, they go to seven and five. Buffalo drops to eight and four. But still, all four teams will be active for the tournament this upcoming January. Looking at the playoff picture right now, as of week 13, 2022, number one seed, NFC side of things, obviously the Eagles. Number one seed, AFC side of things, not obvious until after this Sunday when Kansas City got the ninth victory, took over the number one seed. And again, this could be something that can change again in the next few weeks. Still got six more games to go. But right now, the Chiefs are the number one seed. We're talking about the AFC East. The Jets right now are the seventh seed. The Dolphins are right now the second seed. They will play in a wild card game this weekend. Buffalo Bills will be back in Baltimore yet again. They won there earlier this season. And the only team from the AFC East that's missing is the New England Patriots. So if New England was to win this football game, they will automatically be back in this tournament tree. And the reason why is because at some point in time for that AFC North, Baltimore and or Cincinnati is going to fall by the wayside. Baltimore has already defeated Cincinnati. I hope you're keeping up with me with this earlier this season on a Sunday night football game, which was spectacular, by the way. Jeff Tucker was just amazing. Jason, Jeff, one or the other. I know his name begins with a J. And eventually, somebody from the AFC North is going to fall by the wayside. They're going to cannibalize each other in so many words, metaphorically speaking. So all New England has to do is what Buffalo at least wants whoop Miami at least once or twice and they're going to find themselves right back in the thick of things. They're only 
six, seven, eight, two games out in the win column. And metaphorically, or should I say statistically speaking, mathematically speaking, they're only two games out in that loss column. But on the NFC side of things here, ladies and gentlemen, the Eagles lead the NFC. They have number one seed. The Commanders right now, as we sit here today, Tuesday, November the 29th, 2022, at 6.30 p.m. Central, Washington is the seventh seed. The G-Men are the sixth seed. And the Dallas Cowboys are the fifth seed. And you have an 8-3 Dallas Cowboys team that would be on the road in Tampa, most likely winning that football game. Because Tampa is 5-6. But the reason why Tampa even still matters is because of Tom Brady. And I just got a quick question now that I'm thinking about it before I forget. How many out there believe that two of these four quarterbacks will retire at the end of this season? Brady, Ryan, Wilson, Rodgers. Which two of those four quarterbacks will be retired at the end of this season? I'm going to put my money, if I was a betting man, on Matt Ryan and Tom Brady. Unless another window for Brady opens up where he can join a magnificent offense with a bunch of weapons already built in. And they have a stellar defense. And automatically, I think about the Indianapolis Colts. Because even though Tom Brady said he will play until he's 45, Giselle Bunchen said she's not going to wait, buddy. She's done. And it's not my business. And I can't speculate on what happened. But I do know Tom Brady is a man of his word, and he is 45. And... Something more had to go on for Giselle not to wait until the end of the season. And I understand it. You know, who knows how many concussions Tom Brady has had. She wants a guy that's going to be able to walk around with her on the beach when they grow old together. You know, I get that. So, but at the same time, he always said he was going to play till he was 45. And she's very, very much aware of this. And they already are on the outs and they've already did the paperwork and it's already done so with that being said he's not tied down to her anymore you're forever and always going to be tied down to your kids right you don't want to be a deadbeat father but he's no longer tied down to her so i can see a whole nother matt ryan situation in indianapolis next season but with tom brady Instead of Matt Ryan. The results, I'm pretty sure, are going to be way different. It's Tom Brady. Name alone is going to give him more opportunities than Matt Ryan had this year. I don't see Russell Wilson retiring. I don't see Aaron Rodgers retiring. If Aaron Rodgers retired, it would be a shock to me. Um, But I do see a situation where Tom Brady goes ahead and hangs him up, right? He's got a huge contract waiting for him with Fox Sports. To broadcast NFL games on Sundays and whenever they want him to be broadcasting. The number one broadcast team. And right now the number one broadcast team is a former 
uh, Carolina Panthers, the Bears, tight end great Greg Olson. Thank God his son is okay, by the way, um, and his family's okay overall. And um, yeah, that's going to be an interesting situation, especially now that Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, the original or former number one team for Fox, is now on Monday Night Football and quite frankly, got to work a little bit less than they did before. So this is something to think about. I know it has nothing to do with New England and Buffalo in this Thursday Night Football Prediction Show, but I just thought I'll toss it out there. Let me go ahead because I do want to do at least one more prediction show before I call it a night. It is getting late and I want to do the Commanders and the G-Men week 13 squaring off. That's going to be an important one as well. Hopefully that show won't be anywhere as long as this one and it shouldn't be because it's a regular day game, but because it's going to be the final prediction show of the night for me, it may be a little bit longer than normal, ladies and gentlemen. So New York football Giants fans, get ready. Commanders fans, get ready. That show is coming up next, even though you won't be able to hear it until Thursday, possibly, unless I just push it off until Friday. All right. New England, 77 victories, 47 losses, and one tie in this series all-time against the Buffalo Bills. They lead it 76-46-1 all-time in the regular season. and the postseason, Buffalo, one victory. New England, one victory. 26-8 win in Buffalo for the Boston Patriots on a Saturday, December 28, 1963. The first postseason meeting of all time between the Patriots and the Bills was the ninth overall meeting of all time. The most recent postseason meeting of all time in 125 games between the Patriots and the new uh, and the Buffalo Bills, excuse me, was a 47-17 drubbing. And the most recent game postseason or otherwise for the Patriots and the Bills and that was a Saturday as well. Won by the Buffalo Bills, January the 15th, 2022. And the second postseason meeting of all time was the 125th meeting of all time between Buffalo and New England. Last season, Buffalo and New England split the season series. Uh, New England won the first meeting on Monday Night Football in December of last year. And then the day after Christmas, Buffalo Bills won 33-21. That was a convincing win. That was a no doubt about it. All right. Second ranked offense in the league after 12 weeks, 28.1 points per game for the Buffalo Bills offense going up against a New England Patriots defense that is in the top 10, six to be more specific in the NFL after 12 weeks, allowing only 18.4 points per game. Allowing only 18.4 points per game. For the New England Patriots, after the 12 weeks in their defense, their offense is ranked 18th in the NFL after 12 weeks of points scored per game on average 21.7 points. Going up against a top 10 defense and points allowed per game, as a matter of fact, they are one spot right ahead of the New England Patriots. Patriots defense is 6th, Buffalo Bills defense is 5th in points allowed per game after 12 weeks of play, allowing only 18.1 points per game. This is a coin flip. New England could win it. Buffalo could win it. But I'm thinking that Buffalo will get one this year and they will lose one this year. I'm going to say they're going to win this one though. 
and I'm going to say it's 24 to 17 final overall, final overall, 24-17. I was getting ready to say 24-17 final overtime on Thursday Night Football this week, but I'm going to just say 24-17. Let me scratch that out. Going Buffalo in this one. Coming up next, Washington at the G-Men, the second of six divisional games in week 13. This was the first of six divisional games in week 13. Thursday night football, first game of December on the first of December. And it is a divisional game. Buffalo, 24, New England, 17. I am five and seven on Thursday nights. And I hope to God that I will be six and seven by Friday. Everybody stay safe out there. Buffalo, 24, New England, 17. One.